They're just ambitious women networking while some other women aspire to get burkin. While some other women hit the club and get twerking. Educated women know that it's a bit irking. Whether you be a woman or you be a male, you need to listen to Janina and Shalia L. Cause if you know like I know ain't nothing better than the Billy John. Authenticity is something that they really on. <laughs> this is the John. Second time is the charm. <laughs> we shall see. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Y'all know what it is, man. This is another episode of the most controversial show you'll probably ever hear in your life. It's already, you know, what's about the house, man. Listen, I'm a big, I'm a big fan of female podcasts. I just, I just have this thing for female podcasters and boy, because honestly, I feel like a lot of times that's my only uh, people that can really keep up with me because I feel like a lot of these dude podcasters can't keep up with me. But that's another story. That's more neither here nor there. Today, I am joined by. Two of the dopest, underrated podcasters you could probably meet, but that's okay. They're going to get their comeuppance today. Y'all know what it is, man. I'm going to let them introduce themselves because they're so dope with it. I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Let everybody know who y'all are and what your brand is and how y'all rocking with it today. So I am Shalia from the Join a Podcast. Join. A acronym uh, for just ambitious women networking. Uh, if anybody out there is from Philly or know any Philly slang, everything in Philly is a join. So we're the joins. <laughs> and I'm Janina from the Join a Podcast. Um, we started our podcast last year, right? Yes. Last year. We're on season four. Loving it. So you gotta check us out on all the streaming platforms. The Join A Podcast. Shout out to y'all, man. Uh I like to take a little time to let y'all know, man. They they their show is actually super dope, man. You know. Um I am a podcast listener kind of sewer, so <laughs> I keep my eyes on all the little wines of podcasting going on. So uh I'm not sure how I ran across y'all, but I like it. I like it. They, they 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 give you some informative shit over there, man. So be sure to check them out. Alright. And we appreciate all the support. Like we love it. That's what keeps us motivated when days where life gets in the way and one of us may be going through something. The positive feedback that we get from our listeners really encourages us to keep pushing. Fine. Definitely. All right. Let's talk about this real quick. I know I didn't send y'all this topic, but that was by design. Okay. Um, guys trips 
and girls trips. What is the difference? Let's talk about it. Because I did an episode where I said the sipping paints and the girls trips and all that shit. Nah, it's rules and limitations to that. But see, now that I got two women on here, what is the difference between a guy's trip and a girl's trip? Like, what do y'all, what do y'all, because we're going to talk about the, we're going to talk about the similarities and then we're going to talk about the difference. Then we're going to talk about the yeses and then we're going to talk about the noes. So what do y'all, what do y'all, what do y'all feel is the, the meaning of a girl's trip? See, me personally, I don't think it's something that you can really generalize. I think it depends on the group, like whatever the group is into. You know what I mean? Like for me, I'm in my 40s, so I'm not really interested in seeing random penises, you know, but (laughs) I mean, like, you know, if if birds of a feather, you know, like, I mean, I did a girl's trip last year. Um, I seen no penis. My husband did a girl, a boy, a guy Hello. trip. Hold on. <laughs> you ain't finna slide by that. You said you seen a little penis. No. No. No penis. no penis. No penis. Oh, okay. No penis. Okay. Right. I mean, right. I think, it, yeah, I think it really depends on everybody's stage in their life and what their interests are. Like for me personally, I want to have fun, enjoy myself. Be happy, <laughs> be happy, stress free. That's that would be my ideal girls trip. Just like leave all my worries behind. I'm spending quality time with my friends. We drinking. We, you know, busting it up, dancing, catching up, yeah, yeah, relaxing. I made sure I got me a massage on my trip. You know, I think it really depends on your stage in life. Now, if I was 25, not in a relationship. And all my friends were in that same place, maybe no kids. Yeah, we might go to Miami, you know, maybe see niggas. Who knows? But I think yeah. it I think it really depends on your stage in life. Do tell, cause cause you helping my case, you know, when I when I when I speak on this. You you're helping my case with the Okay, so my thing with this is girls trips. I don't. I think I think it's good, especially for my fellas that are in relationships. It's good to let your girl get away. It's good to let her get you away. You need to rephrase that. Huh? You really you need to rephrase that. What? <laughs> it's good for your girl to get away. Not no, to let her, her get away. There's right. no letting. letting. There's no letting here. She's a grown woman. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. Absence makes the heart grow found. So if my thing is this, now I can do the guys trip thing. I don't have a problem. I think with girls trips, I need to know who you going with. I need to know who you going with. And if why? Listen, because if you going with the whole friend, that's a no no. She so you don't trust her. Yeah. Oh, no, hold on. That hold don't on. have anything to do with me. It, it, right. It, it ain't that I don't trust her. The whole she's an adult. See, with most guys, 
I'm not gonna say all. I'm gonna say most. We we do we are very leery of the whole frame. Very leery. We feel like <laughs> no huh? guys who guys who are holes or reformed holes <laughs> are leery of promiscuous women because they were promiscuous. So like, they know they know who are you? Yeah, like who are you to tell her single friend? Like right. how she gotta manage her pussy. Like, no, that's not our right. job. Oh, I wanna oh, make oh, sure listen, listen. To avoid all of that, nah, you just gotta pick a different group to go. Go with the church group. No, I'm a grown The lady. church group. No crazy. You don't so, think that so if you, you saying so well, your wife gotta ask you permission to go on a girls' trip? Like she has thing. to get your permission. No, 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 we don't we don't ask permission to do things. I think we just because we we're comfortable with each other. But I think with me, she is very leery about my whole friends because she had a tough time understanding at first that yeah, I hung with a whole bunch of niggas and we was a whole bunch of hoes. We was hoes, all right. of us, every last yeah. one. And I ain't going to say no names because I don't want to throw my guys under the bus. They all happy and in love right now. But I could tell some stories. So it's like certain things, certain places, she won't let me go by myself. Like Vegas, forget about it. It ain't going to happen. <laughs> I got one. Yeah, That's right because you didn't did something before. To make her marry. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Okay. So now now you're putting off on her your own insecurities because you know what you would do in Vegas. That doesn't necessarily... No, he's saying that she wouldn't allow him to go to Vegas. Right. But that's what he's putting off on her when she go on girls trips. Because he knows what he does. if If you go with the whole friend or the whole friends... Because some of these groups have more than one whole friend. Some listen. Some of these married couples, because a lot of girls' trips tend to go with people that are married or in relationships, long-term relationships. You're not gonna be uh, going being a married person going to a group with or going to a group with full of a bunch of single people. So sometimes not uh, true. That's not true. In in some cases, most. Taking people tend to go places with taking people, and most single people tend to go on trips with single people because you don't want to be the Debbie Downer of the crew. That's like, not true. How? Just because you're married doesn't mean that all your friends are married. Or I, I'm not saying or in that. a relationship. What I'm saying and is, unless you're married, technically you're single. So, so listen to this, right? Unless you're married, technically you're single. So if I got a friend that's a hoe and she my friend and we cool and she a good time on a girl's trip, she coming. Now, if she decides that she wants to be a hoe, then she could go be a hoe. But that's none of my business. That's not what I came for. I'm glad you right. said that. Now, what happens if that person is a buzzkill? And what I mean by that is... Everything they do draws back to, girl, you shouldn't do that. You're in a relationship. Girl, you shouldn't do that. You married. Girl, don't talk to him. She married. Some guy tried to. Don't nobody have friends like that. Where is this coming from? Nobody has friends like that. She is. 
I do. Because they, they know, know that your you past. it up. Yes, <laughs> they know your past. No girl no. is telling another woman, oh, don't do this. You got a husband. Don't do this. They just like, she doing her. Then you're in the wrong crowd of friends. It is not, it's not up to somebody else to manage my loyalty to my husband. That is my responsibility. Exactly. Real friends, real friends won't If I'm you. drunk, no. If I drink too much and uh, I become a little too flirty, maybe my friends can jump in. But if I'm not too drunk and I'm in the, the right state of mind, whatever I do, that's my responsibility as long as I'm safe. That's my responsibility. Right. As long exactly. as I'm safe. Your, your whole objective when you go out with people is people who are going to keep you safe. Because right. you can be an irresponsible hoe. You could be a hoe who just go home with any random nigga and you know what I mean? Like we never see you again. And we don't see you. Like I don't roll with people who if we came together, we're gonna leave together. Right. But we it's been times when me and Shalia went out and we left with niggas. And uh. it was risky. We didn't have sex with them. It was uh. risky, but But we still out, kept it was in a good time. We made sure, like, you there, you good, like, that type of thing. But, listen, we grown. So, at the end of the day, we're our own responsibility. No, because, listen, okay, so, like. No, we're not grown. If you, if you going out, if you going out, listen, I'm going to be real. Me personally, yeah. me personally, I have never, I have never hung out with her friends. I have never been around her friends. And. So how can you, you judge go? them accordingly? Right. You can't exactly. judge them accordingly no, no, no. Hold on. if you don't have Hold any on. interactions with them. Hold on. And the reason the reason being is because I feel like your friends are your friends. I'm not here to knock you or tell you who to be around. But but if you're telling me stories about certain friends that you've been around and hung out with, I'm gonna take that in. I'm gonna take that. With precaution, when you and that's me, right. But he say, "Well, hey, we're going out to Miami." You know me. My first question gonna be, "Okay, you going out to Miami with who?" But see, me personally, but people change. People change. But see, me as a married person, uh, I wouldn't go anywhere with, like, if you are a friend and you mean something to me, then my husband match right. But, now, I'm not saying, listen, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, go have fun, go have a ball. But in my in my former days of being a street runner, You reflecting. You reflecting real hard. Just want to <laughs> put that out there. You reflecting I'm saying, real hard. Listen, no listen, no deflecting, saying, not reflecting, deflecting onto your wife because I, of the No, 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 no. Let me tell you. I've I've never listen. She's never gone on a girl's trip. At least not with me. She hasn't. It's not because I don't allow her to, or I don't let her, or she need permission, anything like that. It's just at this point in our in our life, we're still, you know, we're still adapting. We're still getting getting us together. So it's like. Sometimes you gotta fall back from the world for a second. So that's what it's been about with me. Like I could do all of these things. I could do the guys' trips. She could do the girls' trips. But it's like with the way the world is moving right now, it's like I don't really trust sipping paints 
I don't really trust uh five nights, four days. I don't really trust none of that shit. That's for me and her both. I don't really trust that shit because I know me and me personally, I hang around a lot of a lot of dudes who are still at, still for the streets. So it's like I don't wanna be I don't wanna be the buzzkill of the situation. So when I see a lot of my homies who are still for the streets, I right, man, we finna go out to Vegas, we finna go, I right, man, y'all have fun. Y'all do y'all thing. Because I don't wanna be the one, the one dude out the crowd who, you know, sitting back, chilling, sitting in the cut, cause everybody else doing their thing and I'm 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 the guy with the ring, I'm the guy, you know, that's that's committed, shit like that. So I that's why I said my statement early. I tend to step away from going now. If I'm hanging out with some of my guys who are married, yeah, we know what we're doing. We chilling. We hanging out. We we Bible studying or some shit. We You know married you know married men act up and cheat too, right? No, what we do is we we when we get together we Bible study. Because y'all not in Bible study for <laughs> lie. We Bible study. We reading the Bible. We praying for each other. We oh, praying okay. for that's your story and you sticking to it why is it not okay for married men to still have fun like why is right. that a problem why can't married men still have fun without pussy like why does pussy have to be involved the ring is in order, a magnet. order for married men to have fun well, huh? the ring is a magnet okay but you're a grown okay. adult mature person you should be able to control yourself just because the people so you're yeah for oh, you no. Oh no no no! Your loyalty is weak. <laughs> yes. Talking okay, so about listen. Bible study. Oh, so you? Yeah, that's just like Wi-Fi. You be like, no, listen, I cannot stream on my Wi-Fi. <laughs> right. All I do is send emails. <laughs> so his marriage Wi-Fi signal is not strong. No, no, not strong so at with all. Me, with me, I know me. I know my love. I don't think. Like I was just telling. Like I was just telling her. Like I know me. I don't want to be the oddball in the group. You know what I'm saying? So if I hang, I got a whole bunch of guys that's still out here in the streets. I'm not that's going fine. on no bad trip with them niggas. But see, and I think you're overthinking this. Like you, no, you I, you're overthinking this. A I'm trip is a trip. It's not an orgy. You're not going to uh heat in this. Know, maybe he yeah. is. Maybe right, he like is. you can't. So you, you telling me that you can't go? With. They be with that type of shit. So it's like I don't want to. You be need new friends. Shit. Exactly. Because your your wife should be skeptical of your friends. A lot of my guys think with their penises. So the minute we it's on the trip, fine. But your penis like the their penis should have nothing to do with your trip, penis. We supposed to be hanging out with each other, chilling and shit. Everybody done went went and hit the club for a piece of me. Here I am looking looking at the walls and shit, shit like that. So I have a tendency of not not attending and attending those events. Now, if I'm in a relationship, if I'm in in a trip with guys that are married or in mm -hmm. serious relationships, then it's a different kind of vibe because we know why we here. We know we don't. You know what I'm saying? But this is why I said earlier, taking people seem to hang out with taking people. Not in most cases, but there are some cases because I'm telling you there there are certain things that I won't do and it's out of respect for what I got going on and it's not that you know what I'm saying I'm I'm afraid of temptation anything like that it's just out of respect I don't do certain shit 
Like I have fun. I party. I talk shit. I I do whatever the fuck I want to do to a certain extent because at the end of the day, I still have to answer to who I said I do to. So it's a level of now nah, I want to do this, and you know I'm okay with it. And as right. far as the girls' trips, because I think me letting her or her letting me or whatever, however it works, let me rephrase <laughs> that. Not so much as let, like, uh, let, like, but I'm saying. Just like you being okay with her going on on a girls' trip. Like, you I, being I'm okay, okay with her I'm going. okay with it, but I still screen the friends. That's I, not I, your I, job. And I think, I think you have to. No. Oh, she's an adult. Okay, not your child. It ain't about being a child. It's about she is an adult. She, she, if she decided to go on this girl trip with the girls that she went on, you have to trust that she's responsible and she makes her own decisions to make the right decisions on the trip. Right, you don't need to screen the friends. I mean, unless like if she's a friend that always gets slipped. Like Ruthie's or something, and is like you know always getting drunk or something. Like I feel like it has to be like immediate danger, (laughs) right? You are are a reflection of me. (laughs) I'm just saying, she's not a reflection. Men men really think that. Nobody knows you, my my dude. Nobody knows you. You're complete. Nobody knows you. So when you go, when we go out on the street, people don't know who my husband is. And that's why, that's why people who are in relationships, some are in a rut. They go to a place where nobody knows them, where they can live secret 007 life, go. Everything that happens in the dark comes to light. So yeah. if you're out here doing stuff and thinking nobody's going to find out. Somebody's gonna find out. So right. you, I mean, <laughs> you gotta just, work on your insecurity issues, right? Sir. Because my I mean, there's a up. there's a lot that people can do. Individual people can do with their friends. Just because we are adults doesn't mean that we no longer can have fun with our friends. Right. Like when we when yeah. we were children, without being in relationships, we did fun things with our friends. That doesn't mean that now because we're adults and we having sex that we can no longer do fun things with our friends. You can. There's plenty of fun things that you can still do with that your friends saying, that doesn't involve that doesn't involve like that rules to say what, what you consider fun is what your mate consider fun. Who should have been married to their right. Like exactly. this is not making sense. Like not this is, at all. Not at all. Not your at all. fun your fun might not be what he considers fun. He might have an issue with. Well, they he gotta take that up with himself. <laughs> I'm sorry. Period. Point blank. I'm not marrying or being in a relationship with somebody that's telling me like, "Oh, don't do this on you." Mm-mm. No. No. But see, I think in a relationship, you're not policing my my girl's trip. Right, and I think I feel like in a relationship, that's what brings balance. If both people can go away from the situation have fun with their friends and you're like oh i miss my boo whatever and you come back and you're refreshed you're not like constantly under the demands of this relationship i mean no like if we go out to eat like we're older so if we go out to eat or we go lay on a beat it's not that complex you know what i mean of things that i'm going to be doing that is going to be a conflict to my vows like 
I'm like, oh, well, occasionally I do like to like suck off some guys, but I don't think my husband thinks that's fun. Like, <laughs> no, like that's not going to be the case. But like, like, I don't mind. Like my husband, he went to Vegas last year. They went out to eat. They gambled. You know what I mean? They went to the strip. Like, I don't care because a nigga can cheat with the bitch next door. Right. A nigga exactly. can a nigga can cheat with the girl that work at his job. A nigga can cheat with his baby mom. A which nigga can cheat with stuff, anybody. He don't need to go to Vegas for no pussy. Right. This is the truth. I, listen, I've I've been in them. Listen, I, and it's like it's like I've said this a million times, so it's not nothing new when it comes to me. I was a serial cheater, so I know how to cheat. The cheating game goes. That's um, also where therapy comes in. <laughs> because, well, and, and because the post-traumatic the post-traumatic stress of A, being cheated on, and B, being a cheater because you, in your back of your head, you thinking that this person is always going to do what you was doing or going right. to get you back. Like, you always waiting for the other shoe to fall. Like, Absolutely. that's always being on, like, you that's being anxious. Like, nah, yeah. go enjoy yourself because guess yeah. what? Yeah. The more your spouse is happy, the better your relationship is going to be. If, yeah. you, if your girl yeah. is like, we went, I was like, we went wine, like, if you go wine tasting with your homegirls, y'all go eat, you know, you busting it up. It's a lot of times as we get older, you don't have that time to actually have conversations with your friends because everybody's on the go. Everybody has, you know, things going on. So just having that one-on-one time with your friends is valuable. Facts and therapy works. Um, we I'm, know. I'm, that's, I'm why we, that's why I'm we did it. <laughs> I am a witness for therapy working. I'm gonna I'm do an episode on that in the future. But um, I think I think listen, listen. It all depends on the vibe that you have too. I'm all for that. I'm all for girls' trip and boys' trip. I'm all, I'm if all you are for it. Relationship and the trust is there. By all means, girls' trip, guys' trip, have at it. But you are, if you are, no, don't be in a relationship if you don't have the trust. Like if the trust is broken, you have to work yeah. on the trust before you get any relationship. You got to work on your trust issue. Exactly. And things like, come up in a relationship, but that's when y'all work through it. And if you, as a person, if your mate cheats on you. And you decide to stay and forgive them, then you can't keep bringing it up. And forgiveness is a daily thing. Yes. Forgiveness is a daily thing because you can't, like, a lot of people deal with infidelity, right? Infidelity is, like, so common. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And you don't realize how common it is until you either experience it or somebody close to you experience it. And Sometimes you would be surprised what people went through within their own relationship. So when infidelity is involved and individuals decide we're going to try to work past this, you can't bring up that infidelity with everything. You're like, right. oh, you was at McDonald's? Why Why right. you go to McDonald's? Like, you could have went with me. Like, you're so damaged. You're, you're allowing your baggage and your damage to bleed into Working past the infidelity issue, and it's hard. I've dealt with infidelity. You, it's hard. It's not going to be easy. Would you say that that is a deal breaker for you in any type of uh, relationship that you are entering to, or even one that you've been in? The the not not having the trust that that's definitely a deal breaker, right? For like 
anything without trust you really don't have anything honestly i just think trust is ever working i don't think it's trust is something that you can con- like concretely say hey i trust you like until you give me a reason not to trust you then i'm gonna trust you but then once you start chipping away at that trust then you gotta work on repairing it but for me i feel like coming into a relationship people tend to share too much about their past hey. and that uh can start off on a bad note with the person not trusting you because you shared so much of your past and so they're like okay he told if me you he did, did this, this right. and did that so why should i go into this at all or even go into it with trust so right. that's that's the issue too but why why do okay for example if you know that you can't trust a person but yet you continue to sit down and put yourself in the position to to be hurt or played. Why keep doing? It? For example, no. if, if if you know that you have a child by a woman or a man, have it works, and you know that that person is never gonna do right. Why? Put yourself in a position to keep having children by this person. Ask yourself that question, dude. <laughs> you shouldn't. We already said we already explained that. You're talking we were talking See, about in the beginning of a relationship. You're talking about like full blown relationship uh, where the trust I'm, the I'm, trust I'm, is I'm, completely gone. That's just that's just an example. I'm just giving an example. No. If you don't you. feel like the trust is repairable, then you should go your separate way. Go your separate True enough. And it may then take a get, couple then times. Can you get trust back in that situation, though? Most can definitely. You? It depends on this. Action, action speak louder than words. Yeah, yeah action speak louder than words. Every time you can't always because somebody makes a mistake, you can't always write everybody off because you could be missing out on something by continuously right. writing everybody off when they don't live up to your expectations. But that comes with maturity and growth. Because once you realize, because definitely I used to do that. I mean, sometimes I do it. Sometimes people are like, I don't mess with her. She did X, Y, and Z. But right. you never talked to her about it. You never mm-hmm. seen what the perspective was. Like sometimes it just takes communication to actually get uh, your answers. So And it's so, going to therapy and dealing with your own stuff. You have to exactly. deal with your own stuff in order to evolve and be who you, this is the thing. I think as people, we tend to want all these things from other people that we aren't even given. So how do you want me to trust? How how can I, uh, you want me to trust you, but you don't trust me. And you have trust issues with all these different people. You got to bring to the table what you're mm-hmm. expecting from the other person. Like you can't be all, want all of these things and you're not there. So trust, it depends on the person. If If you're in this relationship, and a person keeps cheating, having babies and all that stuff. If you yes. decide to stay, then you're saying that you accept it. Right. But I'm not saying that you're going to have the willpower to leave right away. It might take a few times, but eventually you're going to get tired and eventually you're going to leave. That's just like with, with exactly. domestic abuse. Same right. thing. You got to get, you may have to, some people leave the first time, some people. They say it takes up to seven times for people to actually leave. They finally get it and they go. Everybody has their own tolerance. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like some people may give somebody one time 
And they're like, okay, I'll forgive you, but you got to make sure you don't do that shit again. Right. Because if you do that, like Beyonce said, like, if you do that shit again, I'm done. And then you have to stick to it. Right. But also some people are like, I know a lot of people where cheating is a deal breaker. Like they won't ever come back. They don't care. I've seen people who've been married for 25 years and they found out that their spouse was cheating and it was divorced. It was over. Everybody's tolerance is different. Everybody yes. is going to tolerate yeah. different things. I feel like trust, loyalty, and respect are right. so important. A lot of people miss the respect aspect when it comes to relationships. Right. Because when you respect somebody, other, a lot of other things is going to follow. Right. But a lot of people don't have that respect. They aren't friends. You know, they have these just criterias for these individuals. Like, okay, he got to hit these bullet points. But, like, do you really see that he he or she has your best interest? You know what I mean? So, I I don't think that uh, everybody's deal breaker is going to be different. And also, it's going to depend on the person. Because if somebody, because I feel like a lot of times, some people may have a bunch of flaws and they're honest about their, their flaws. And they want you to accept all their flaws. All of us ain't honest about our flaws. So I feel like sometimes when the other person's flaws are exposed, this person with all the like open flaws don't know how to accept it. Yeah. I think, I think with me, I think you have to be honest. Like with me, I was always, I'm not gonna say always, but after, child mother number four I felt like the next relationship I got in which is which is my marriage now mm-hmm. I felt like I had to be completely open and honest about me through the door mm-hmm. I wanted to be as transparent as I could because I would hate for you to be on social media or in public or something slips out about me that I could have very well have told you myself. So yeah, it might seem right. like through the door I'm firing at you, but that's the type of pressure that it takes in order to deal with me because I'm not an easy piece of cake to, to, to swallow. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I thought, I right, well, you know, you kept this piece of information from this person and it didn't turn out well. So through the gate, you gotta let them know what it is. See, a lot of times we be scared to let people know exactly what it is we want, what it is we need, who we are, who are you. Sometimes, but sometimes people don't know who they are. Sometimes people don't know, don't know the effects of their actions. Sometimes people, sometimes it's it's a lot of times self-reflection is everything. Facts. Most sometimes, people don't know who they are. Most times, sorry. <laughs> most times, things that we do, I'll give you an example. Sometimes it's things that you may do and you don't even realize the connection to an event that occurred in your childhood. Mm-hmm. Or why you, why you, some people just say, that's just how I am. Especially in a black community, a lot of times people say that. That's just how I am. You know what I mean? But it's like, you don't have to be that way. You can change. But sometimes, like, people are so resistant in adapting. Like, okay, well, my last relationship, I did this for this person because that's what worked well for them. 
this is a whole brand new relationship. It may not work well for you. So. You know what? And and, and, and that's what it is, too. Because I feel like I was not trying to grow. I wasn't trying to learn. I, you know, I wanted to do what the hell I wanted to do. It wasn't nobody going to stop me. And then I thought when I got married, it was going to be a cakewalk. That's how I came to it. I came into it like this is going to be a breeze. I know everything I want in this shit. So all I got to do is manifest and go get it. And then. But did you have any examples of like successful marriages? You know what? I did not. All of the examples that I had was I knew what my mom and pops went through and I knew I wasn't going to go through that. That was that was the example. That was enough uh, for me to know. But then I was young, so I didn't really understand the basis of what exactly it is they went through until I started going through the shit myself. You know what I'm saying? You know how y'all were speaking about traumas and things that are connected to early events? I started going through those things early on in my in my relationship. Not so much as in my marriage, but so much in my relationship. I did the line. I did the cheating. I did the bullshit. I did the uh I'm walking out the door and I ain't never looking back. I did the baby baby pleases comebacks. Mm-hmm. I did Odysseys. I did all the keep sweating all the bit. I did all that shit. But <laughs> the problem was I didn't learn my lesson until I really, really sat in and figured out what exactly it is that I want. Mm-hmm. At 35 years old, do you want to keep doing this shit until you're 40, 45, 50? Do you want to be the old man in the club still chasing down the young girls for the $40 hollers, $80 hollers? <laughs> you know? So get your shit together. Listen, sometimes you got to have pep talks with yourself. Thanks. Alright, that's that's some real shit. Sometimes you gotta encourage yourself. See, I got married because for that reason. I got tired of calling women every night and then hearing, oh, I can't make it tonight, I'm busy. But you know what? Hearing that, hearing that it sounds to me that you put a lot of who you are and what you have to do on women, like on what your relationship is with a woman. But to call someone every night, to me, it just seems like. That's what it was. And it was like, yo, I got tired of hearing that. So I said, man, do you want to be that guy or do you want to find someone to call your own? Because you uh, listen, I was, I was, I was, I was cheating. I was lying. I was having other people cheat. And it was like, okay, well, we do this, and then I got to go back home. I got a life outside of that. So it got to the point where it was like, I don't want somebody else's woman. It's fun for the moment. It's fun. You having a ball, but then post-nut syndrome is like, once the lust is gone once that lust is gone your brain is cleared up yeah, your brain is clear now it's like nah chief I don't even know why I, 
Why am I stressing arguing <laughs> right. over that one that's not mine? So yes. It became to the point that when I got when I got into my relationship, I felt like because she had already let me know through the door everything she wasn't gonna tolerate. Exactly. Oh. Like through the door before I even said hello. She basically said it's certain shit you're not going to be able to do with me and I'm going to stand for it. And to me, I love that. That's mm-hmm. what I love because I was so busy hearing whatever you want me to do. Right. Do what you want. Come in. Right. Some people need that structure. Mm-hmm. Yes. I was so used to that because I came as I went. If I wanted to stay out four or five days, I could. If I wanted to, you know, do whatever the fuck I wanted to, I could. I couldn't do that here in this situation. I gotta meet your wife because uh, I gotta get her a hug. Pat on the right. You know what? She changed me in so many ways because it got to the point like when my kids' mothers met her they couldn't believe that someone actually was able to not tame me but tame me. Like uh, because I, I we talked about it on y'all show a little bit. I was scandalous out here. You know what I'm saying? And I improved a little bit when I had a daughter, but still not enough to the point where I said, you know what, I can kick back and kick my feet up. You you changed the whole life around when it came to women because I was still out here ratchet. But when I had a daughter and, you know, somebody asked me, they said, think about it. Would you be okay if your daughter dated somebody like you? Exactly. Hell no, you be right bite. I would tell you, niggas. my exact words was, I end up killing somebody. Exactly. But you out here doing the same like thing. <laughs> so, I think deal breakers for me, my a, a very big deal breaker for me is communication. If mm. you cannot communicate with me, if you cannot express what you're feeling, even if you gotta write it down, even if you got a voice noted, even if you gotta, you know, something. If you cannot communicate with me, we are not gonna get anywhere. Because I learned, me personally, that I sucked at communicating. Because when I was in my past relationships, I was not communicating with them. I was just doing whatever the fuck I wanted to do. And then I learned that people have feelings. Well, I knew people had feelings, but in them days, I just didn't give a fuck until somebody hurt my feelings. You know what I'm saying? When I got my feelings hurt, then it was, woe is me. The end of the world is here. And it doesn't feel good. So I think about all the shit that I have put people through. And I say, yeah, over here, we're going to communicate. We're going to talk about our feelings. We're going to talk about things that are bothering us, things instead of, you know, because I was one of them dudes, I I can't talk to you, I'm going to get on social media and write about it. I still do that from time to time. What? But. I can't. But. That is so toxic. I don't, I don't say names, I don't do things they, like that, but sometimes I like about? to get Meaning to yourself helps. So they I learned. talking about. They don't, you don't need to say names. You've been on no, no, many no. platforms. I'm married, so they know you're talking. To who they know you're well, talking see, about your. 
your kids' moms <laughs> or your wife. Like they people don't have listen. But see, yeah, that's the thing though. That's the thing. And I had to learn I had to learn. I'm 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 a work in progress. So right, so this is what I ask. Are you speaking to your sons about navigating their emotions and being able to talk to people when they're feeling a certain way? Because I feel like a lot of times with our sons, they are conditioned. Yeah, I think I think you have to. I think you have to sit down. Like, um, for example, my uh my two eleven year olds are are officially moved in with me. And the reason being is because we felt like their mothers have gone as far as they can go as far as because now they're getting older and they're they're wanderers, they're they're I'm a big believer that boys should be with their dads. Huh? I'm a big believer that boys should be with their dads. One of them, one of them was coming with me anyway. But then I was like, okay, he's 11. I'm going to take his brother too. Cause I feel like, um, this is the time where they can grow more together. You know, they're only a month apart. They can grow more together and build more together. Right. So I'm going to take them. And I have made it my purpose to sit down and have conversations with them and let them know, hey, whatever you're curious about, I'd rather you talk to me than learn from YouTube or learn from streets or or learn from other people. Whatever you're going through, you can talk. This is how this is how it has to work because in order who's a better teacher than than you? You know, who's gonna teach your kids the way to do things than you? And that is the way that we're trying to do things. We're trying to go so we're doing things in a different way. We're moving at a different speed of raising your kids. That's what it's about now. It's about raising your fucking kids. Talking mm-hmm. to them, understanding them, getting to know them. And this is why I said communication. Very big on communicating now. With them, with my wife, with family, with friends. I'm very big on saying what's on my mind. because. Too many times we bottle up our emotions. As a ki- as a kid, I bottled up my emotions and I lashed out at the wrong way because as a child I didn't understand how to channel my emotions the proper way. So I was lashing out. A lot of yep. Yeah, I think a lot of times with our generation, um, kids didn't have voices, and a lot of times we were told stay in a child's right. place. Um, you know what I mean? Like you were spoken at, not to. So yeah, I think speak when you're spoken to, right? All of that, yeah. So it's like like parents were dealing with a lot. Um, they could like, for instance, if you complain about something, like they will bring us on, like, well, I feed you and I clothe you. You know what I mean? So like, okay, I didn't ask me here, but (laughs) we tend to do that. We tend to do that in relationships too. True. I pay bills. I take care of you. I do this. I do that. Where and do you think that comes from? Us repeat the circle from what we've seen as children. It's a repeated cycle. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So, 
And then who's watching you say all of this to your to your mate? Your, your children. children. Exactly. Well, now they're going to grow up mm-hmm. and feel like, well, yeah, this is how, well, this is what my daddy, my mama. Exactly. How it is. So Break it's some generational curses. Yep. It's Break a cycle them. that never ends. And it's like. No, it can right. end. It can end with you. We, you gotta we gotta end it. Yeah. yeah, we do. But another thing is like being a parent, what you have to understand is this person will be an adult and will be roaming the world. So yeah. a lot of times people are stuck on like them being a kid, them being a kid. No. You're growing a human. Like you know what I mean? Like this person is gonna be an adult. I want my child to have the tools so that if I'm not here today or tomorrow they'll they'll be able to navigate the world, you know? And I think that's what's scary too, man, because I grew up in a world around things that I did not understand until I became an adult. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. nobody, nobody explained the way the world works to me. My mom tried, but... A lot of... Uh, I, most of us, I believe, grew up that way. Yeah. Or a lot of times things that happen traumatic to us, they did, they don't give children the space. Like when my husband was on the podcast, I mean, his father blew his brains out. You have to put your kids through counseling and therapy yeah. if they experience something like that. Right. You know, it's right. like it's traumatic. Thing. Even like trauma is it's a huge range. You know, just your grandmother yeah. passing away is traumatic. Just, yeah. you know, your parent losing a job and your lights getting cut off. That can be traumatic. It's so many different right. instances where because children are so fragile that they're absorbing a lot of the things that's happening around them. And us as adults, unless you are a full adult that you're aware of the impact, because I know I personally have to continuously remind my husband, like, okay, this stuff affects our kids like they see us do this i don't want them to see certain things there's certain things i want them to see because you know no marriage is going to be perfect i don't want them to think because i I've, I've known people who said when their parents got a divorce they they was blindsided because they never seen their parents argue yeah so it's like yeah. I, I want my kids to see that you will disagree but it needs to be respectfully you know what i mean yeah people try to hide a lot of stuff from kids when it's actually uh, hurting them and not helping mm-hmm. them, or they think yes. kids kids are like sponges, like they absorb everything and stuff that you don't think that they know or can deal with, they actually can. So they actually can. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times he too, it's just, communication, open talk to them about things. Yeah, it's just sitting down, talking to your kids, and being transparent with. Them. Mm-hmm. Not trying to sugarcoat them or, you know, coddle them or tell them what they want to hear. It's okay to have an open conversation with your children. You yeah. will learn. Listen, just talking to my boys, I learned a lot of shit from them that is like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. You, you, yeah. you, you know about that. Okay. Right. Cool. So, Especially with the internet. Especially with the internet, kids be knowing a lot of stuff that you may not even know that they know of. I mean, you have to create a safe space so that if there's something that they, you know, that's presented to them and they don't fully understand it, then they'll feel comfortable coming coming to you asking about it. That's why I think that um, 
like sitting down as a family. People don't do this anymore, but sitting down as a family, like if your mom and dad are home at dinner time, everybody sitting down and talking about their day and being able to process, like if something bad happens in your day, processing it with your children, I think that's very important. But for some reason, that's not done in a lot of homes anymore. But I think yeah. you need to bring that back. Make that shit normal again. Yes. I know, I know, um, when I think about things like that, it's a lot of things. You know, nobody's having family nights, you know, family game nights, family fun nights, family. I don't even care if you, you know, because what I've started doing is I'm having a day out the week. But we're turning off phones, we're turning off electronics, we're turning off all this type of things. We're bonding. We're doing something that makes us closer to each other. Because mm -hmm. I have a lot of kids and all they do yeah. is sit on phones and tablets mm -hmm. and video games yeah. all day. And it's like, what are we learning? What right. are we learning from this stuff? Like mm -hmm. it's cool to have it because I like playing video games and stuff too. But what exactly are we learning? Right. You know, I feel like if we can learn something, we we can we can make something out of this, then I'm all for it. But sometimes we have to come together. That means shutting the world out and coming together. You know what I'm saying? I made a post the other day on Twitter. I said, I'm teaching my boys how to fend for each other. As opposed to, you know, because growing up, I couldn't dare be in tour with my brother. But be hanging out with the homies on the block. How does that work? My mama, my mama was very strict with that. Like you can never treat the world better than you treat your brother. <laughs> Listen. So Whew. I I'm not, a lot about that. <laughs> I couldn't go outside and hang out. If I was going somewhere, it had to be with my brother. If I was going somewhere, it had to be with my sister. You know, we we practice. Playing and normalizing and hanging out with each other and, and loving each other first before we went outside in the world and, and hung with them motherfuckers. So my brothers and them, although we didn't get along 24-7, those were my best friends. My brothers and my sisters were my best friends. You know, and that's how it should be. You know, family... I wouldn't say that because I feel like just because you guys share DNA doesn't necessarily mean that you guys like have things in common or have the same interests. I think that you should always have your siblings back. Always. But you guys may not have anything in common. Is it the same way now? No. Do 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 I still feel like we are on the same page? No, but we come together when we have to. Right. And yeah. we come together when we want to. It ain't just we're forced together with family. So no, we come together, we get along, it's 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 beautiful. And that's how I want my kids coming up. But yeah, you learn a lot when you're stuck in the house because you can't go outside because you and your brother just got into a fist fight this morning. Oh, so man. you can't go outside for for two weeks, y'all stuck at the hip. So yeah, yeah. you learn a lot. You learn yeah. a lot and you learn and you learn and that's what it's about in relationships. And marriages and friendships and brotherhoods and sisterhoods, all of that matters. Like taking the time to really get to know your people. You know what I'm saying? A lot yeah, of Yeah, but you have to know judge. yourself first. Until you know 
and it's an ever growing, ever learning thing. You have to be continuously working on yourself Thanks. in order to grow in your relationships, friendships, whatever. You know, Thanks. like we people just tend to, like Janina was saying earlier, well, this just is how I am, but that doesn't mean that that's always going to work for you and that everybody's just going to accept it because that's just who you are. Like you, you can change and there's room to change no matter how old you are. You, you got to put in the work. Yeah, You have to put, you have to put in the work, you know, like it, it's, it's so much toxicity amongst a lot of family structures where people continuously say offensive things to each other and hurt people feelings. And then, you know, a lot of times, if it's an older person, the younger person is told, well, you know how she is. Mm-hmm. It's like, nah, like you need to stop doing that. Like you hurting right. people's feelings. Like you need to stop always commenting on somebody's weight. You need to always stop asking people, you know, when they going to be married, married, when they, they going to have, have kids. Yes. Same stuff. Exactly. And that's what it is too, man. It's just about bridging the gap, man. I feel like Right. So I think think that goes into the whole thing of I'm too busy watering my own grass to worry about chores because if all of us are watering our own grass, then everybody grass gonna be green. <laughs> That's what it's about too. Like I never cared about my grass being the previous. I just wanted to be healthy. I just wanted to be able to have grass. Like that's what people don't understand. Like I'm it's 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 never the smartest thing the teacher ever taught me was keep your eyes on your own paper. <laughs> well, I'm not worried about how much what you're doing over there because I'm too busy worried about me. Yeah, That's it's okay it. to be selfish sometimes. It, be about it is. In your business, and your family, it's okay. But yep. people tend to think that, look at that as like a negative thing. Like, oh, she don't got time or he don't got time for us. Right. No. But it's not a negative thing. Like, no, I mean, I think it's the matter of, I want to make sure I'm good, just like when you're in an airplane and they say, you know, when these things drop, put that on you first. So right. it's just like, because if I can't breathe, I can't help nobody else. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, you should put yourself first and focus on yourself. And that's another thing about being a parent, because it can be easy to lose yourself. It Like now as I'm older and that I'm a parent, I understand a lot of times when we were growing up, you would see people who you knew like I had a friend who mother was on drugs majority of our childhood and I remember my mom would continuously say oh man she used to dress so nice she used to have herself together and a lot of times being a parent you get so focused on taking care of these kids that you lose yourself and so you look for an escape and a lot of times the escape is not healthy so that's the that's the beauty of it too man like trial by error you know what i'm saying you learn you learn once you're thrown in that fire how to survive you know um i think i think that's the best thing about it like we're living in this race in this world where instead of everybody pulling each other up i'm moving my hand out to help you up and you're trying to pull me back down Instead of you taking my hand and pulling yourself up and then extending your hand to the person behind you, and we all pulling each other up, y'all bringing all y'all might to bring the next down. I see it way too much. 
And it breaks my heart because I feel like we're better than this. Mm -hmm. That's the scary thing about it. Like, they don't fear one person. They don't fear that. They fear a group of us coming together. The collective. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like. We so more powerfully united. If everybody didn't buy the lie of like, you got to. You got to step on the next man in order for you to get ahead. And it's like, look, if I'm good at something and you're good at something, let's exchange that because now we both can be good collectively. Yeah. Because my strengths can be your weaknesses. And your exactly. strengths can be my weaknesses. Right. If we pulling it all together. Just imagine what we can do. All right, y'all. This last segment here is called Final Thoughts. About whatever the floor is yours, and then in the midst of that, let everybody know where they can find y'all when y'all dropping new episodes, what y'all got coming up, things like that. Um, my final thought is we got to get back to what we used to be because this whole conversation made me just think about my neighborhood back in the day, how everybody looked out for each other's kids. It wasn't no beef. Like, I actually even remember, like, getting chastised by neighbors. Like, you know mm-hmm. you shouldn't be doing that. And I remember on Saturday mornings us getting up collectively as a neighborhood, sweeping, making yes. sure our neighborhood looked nice. Like, going to um, my friend's house for dinner when my mom was at home to cook. Like, we need to get back to that. It's like, now we don't even know our neighbors. We don't even yeah. speak to our neighbors. You know what I mean? Or it's beef between the neighbors. Mm-hmm. So I think we just need to get back to where we used to be. And, you know, it could start with you. Like, you could be... We had block captains back in the day and block parties. Yeah. And all the kids on the block would go to one neighbor's house and watch movies or sit on the steps and play games. Like, we don't have that stuff anymore for the kids. And I just think we need to get back to that. So that's my final thought. So um, I guess my final thought is I feel like I'm in a, a place in my life where I do need to put my well-being uh, as a priority. A lot of times I don't, um, you know, like I can worry about everybody else. Shelly is always on me about this. I can worry about everybody else and make sure everybody else is good a lot and, you know, neglect myself. So I think for everybody, make sure you get your self-care in. Make sure you have your alone time. Make sure you, you're able to reset. Um, it can be as simple as just taking a ride with the windows down, playing your favorite music. It could, you know, if you don't have that much time, like for me, I could, it could be me just treating myself to some sushi. <laughs> you know, it could be just me getting me a bottle of wine, but at least it's something that I'm doing for myself, you right. know. <clears throat> because we tend to the world is ever moving and we're always like you know catering to other people if you got a job you're doing this we have the podcast we we have to make sure we have time for that if you have kids you got to make time for that if you have a spouse you got to make time for that if you have parents you got to make time for that you know what i mean so it's like you can be pulled in so many directions that your center is missing so i yeah. think it's just important for everybody to find that time like and that's why like when we were talking about the boys and girls trip i think that's sometimes people moments to have a reset you know what i mean if you going on on a 
a boys trip and you guys are going, you know, fishing. I know that's old people stuff, but <laughs> maybe going fishing. Y'all can go to the gun range. Y'all can, you know what I mean? Go bowling, go play basketball. It's a lot of other things that I think you can do as adults. Like we went um egg throwing. My husband actually liked it. So I think it's just things you have to be creative of how you can like enjoy yourself again. Because a lot of times we lose that as kids. Everything was about having fun. So. I think I think the basis of for me, it's good to have some alone time. Even if you're in a relationship, it's good to have that alone time. Like mm-hmm. relationships are not about being around each other twenty four seven. You'll lose your fucking mind. Yes. <laughs> Trust. Yes. I don't know why people think that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some it's okay to get away and have some quiet time, man. It's okay. I love it. It's okay. It's not the end of the world if you want to go relax to yourself. Um, To go back on making the neighborhoods great again. I remember when I did something, I would have gotten my ass whooped by at least five people before I finally made it back to my house. Mm -hmm. That's the kind of neighborhood and community we had. Like Everybody knew each other. Everybody got along with each other. And we all knew that it took a village to raise these kids, you know. So nobody, no parent got mad at the other parent for disciplining their kid because if the shoe was on the other foot, your kid was getting disciplined too. That's how you build up a community by holding each other accountable. It's not always about being right or being wrong. It's just holding each other accountable, building and growing. So I think to me, that's the beauty of it. Um, that's how we get back to making things great again by actually instilling values and morals and standards into our children, you know, and then generational speaking, it will pass down. You know, um, a lot of my values that I grew up with, I passed down to my kids. It's up to them to accept that and use it. You know, I'm not going to force you, but there will be some respect from I think I think what it is too is a lot of parents try to befriend their kids. And it's cool to know your kids, to love your kids, to understand your kids, but at the end of the day you have to set that line that Right. I'm your parent, you're my kid. We're not equal. Right. It's okay to be friendly with your children. But Absolutely. I mean, at the end of the day, this is a it's a hierarchy. Like you guys ain't yeah. on the same level. So I think coming together is always great and you know, I, I I hope that more people, you know, hear this and a light bulb hits in their head that they have to, you know, do better. Reach one, teach one. Um, shout out to y'all, man. I appreciate y'all taking the good old time to come holler at me. Let everybody know where they can find y'all when the new episodes drop and things like that. So we are on uh Instagram. The underscore joint underscore podcast, uh, TikTok, the joint underscore a podcast, Facebook, the joint a podcast, Twitter, the, the J underscore. But our new episodes drop every Saturday, um, on all streaming platforms, all, um, Apple, Spotify, iHeart, Amazon. We're just about everywhere, so our new episodes 
um, drop every Saturday. We have some dope guests coming on in the next few weeks, so <clears throat> make sure y'all tune in. Shout out to y'all, man. Like I said, underrated, but not not duplicated, man. Y'all are super dope. Aww. Shout out Thank to y'all. Thank you. We appreciate you. Um, Y'all know what it is with me. You know, I'm just the guy. I just sit back and I want to have dope conversations with dope people. Um, check us out. Always bettehouse.com. Uh, support the merch. Bettehousestore.com. And uh, go tap in with these lovely ladies, man. Y'all know what it is with me. I'm out. I got to do some kid raising over here. So <laughs> I'm out. I'll tap back in with y'all. Appreciate All right, peace. y'all. We out. Peace out. Thanks for having us. Thanks for listening to my mom and auntie. Make sure you guys follow them on Instagram at the underscore join underscore podcast. On Twitter at W underscore the J and on TikTok at the join a podcast. Don't forget to ask the join sending your listener letters to the join pod at gmail.com B-Y-E Let's go They're just ambitious women networking while some other women aspire to get burkin while some other women hit the club and get twerking educated women know that it's a bit burkin whether you be a woman or you be a male you need to listen to Janina and Shalia L cause if you know like I know ain't nothing better than the Billy John authenticity is something that they really on <laughs> This is the joy of podcast. I love y'all. Be well.